Harmonious Clan Podcast, Self-Esteem Series, Episode 2. But it's an effort to show that you notice your child. It's, it's, a, it's a subtle message, but a very, very strong message that's telling your child, hey, I notice you. No matter what you do, I notice you. And you don't have to be successful. You don't have to do a great job in something. You don't have to score for me to notice you. But I notice your existence. When your child's chaotic behaviors are running your life, when you're struggling to find practical solutions, and just when you feel you've reached the end of your rope, there comes Harmonious Clan Podcast, equipping you with the proven practical strategies we've developed over the years through our own experiences to bring you strategies that give you results, enabling you to nurture your child from outcast to outstanding, and your clan from chaos to harmony. Hi, I'm Louisa Kasha, author of Outcast Outstanding. Today, I want to talk to you about self-esteem. Number three tip here is you want to give them um, good things. Say something good. Good things all day. Okay. I don't know how many hours a day you spend with your child after school, after your work, but for the amount of time, if it's only an hour a day or two hours a day, the amount of time that you spend with your child, you really want to say something good to them for all of that time. So what you can do is you can even set your timer on your, on your phone or, um, on your, on your clock or whatever it is, you can set the timer to actually beep every five minutes or even every 10 minutes to get your, to say something good about your child. I know we forget. I mean, we come home from work and you got to do dinner. You got to make sure homework is taken care of and life is busy. And you know, you're just trying to unwind from your day. Or even if you are a stay at home parent, by the time you get your child, it, it's just, it's very overwhelming. And it feels like, okay, let's just get this through. Let's just get to bed. Let's go to bed. And just so we can relax, right? But you really want to take advantage of those times that you're spending with them to make sure every few minutes or every now and then, every so frequently, you're saying something great about them. Um, hey, you know what? That's a nice shirt. Okay, that has nothing to do with your child. That's just a shirt, but that's okay. You want your child to start getting in the mode of, okay, I'm good enough. What I do is good enough. And um, I'm a great person. I'm doing very well. You want to constantly be feeding those things into your child. And so literally you're constantly feeding it by um, doing this every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes. Make sure you don't go by any increment of time, whatever increment that you set without saying something great about your child. If this seems too overwhelming to you, let's start with half an hour increment. Or let's start off with saying, five great things about your child today. Go ahead and keep yourself, keep tabs on yourself, keep a tally mark on yourself or, you know, mark one every time you say something great about yourself and at the end of the day you, about your child. And at the end of the day, if you set five, great. All right. Um, keep it on for a few days. Maybe tomorrow you can shoot for six things, seven things, great things about your child. So you're intentionally 
feeding in positive energy into your child's life, which is really important because these children don't hear these a lot. What they're hearing is corrections after corrections. You're not doing this well. A lot of these children have problem um, staying in their own body because they have regulation problems and that's really really challenging for them. So every minute while they're sitting in class or in school or doing their homework, they're getting corrected. Well, sit down. Where are you going? Sit down. You know, and then um, a lot of these children have concentration and focus issues. I mean, they're all root causes and reasons why they tend to have trouble with concentration and focus or even sitting down. Um, that's just their disposition. Um, we have, I, in my book, I talk about how to address that. There are other coaching sessions that I talk about how to address that. But today I really want to focus on what does it do to their mindset when this is the kind of day they're going through all day. They really not hearing enough great things about themselves and you cannot feed them. Um, you cannot ever feed them enough great things about them. So go ahead and spoil them with good things that you have to say about them. Hey, I noticed you came in and you took your shoes off. Or, hey, I noticed you came in and you didn't try mud through all through the house. I mean, whatever it is, um, make an extra effort. Oh, great job. Bring your dishes back in. You know, whatever it is, really have a keen eye there noticing what they're doing every minute and just give them. Give them to your child. Be generous in that in that regards. Number four strategies is to encourage other interest. Interests outside of uh, their everyday life or outside of whatever it is that they do. So a lot of these children are really challenged when it comes to academics, school, classes, just because of their inability to focus, concentrate, and pull themselves together. I mean, there's a whole lot that's missing that cause schooling to be so difficult for them. Um, again, those things are addressed in other coaching sessions and in the book, in my book, I'll cast outstanding, but today I really want to focus on what does that do to their mind, right? So if, they're constantly experiencing their everyday life, which is uh, you have to comply, you have to sit still, you have to focus, you have to really get this. Well, what if they're dyslexia and they can't get this? I mean, whatever it may be, um, they're experiencing fail failure all the time. And so if that's their life, they know that, it, well, everything I do in life is hard for me. Right. But so that's why you want to explore other interests outside of their life. You know, let's try something else. I mean, whatever it may be, soccer, rock climbing, I don't know, bird watching, music, concerts, whatever it may be, explore it or even painting, drawing. I mean, a lot of these kids are so talented. I mean, they get into the mood and then they're drawing, they're painting, they're crafting. Those are the creative times that they really have let their creativity out. They really are able to just let loose and relax and feel like, okay, I can be myself without having to perform up to a certain standard and having to do this right. And that's just really stressful for them. When you, um, when you explore these outside interests with them, painting, drawing, I mean, uh, going outside, biking, whatever it may be, it brings out a different perspective for them because to them, they're experiencing something that they're not failing in. And the fact that you are doing something different, something new is again, building that risk taking 
um, risk taking perspective for them. It's like, yeah, we can take the risk. And oh, wow, I'm glad we did because you never knew you had so much fun ice skating. I mean, you never knew um, that this would be so much fun, right? Um, you never knew rock climbing would be this much fun. You you never knew um, whatever um, whatever it would be clay or whatever it is that you can get your child into. It gives them a different perspective of life. It gives them a different perspective of oh, so there are things that are challenging to me that I can't do well. That's just hard for me. Oh, and then there's tons of other things that I not only like but I'm good at. And that is a very, very big message for them. So we're loading them with a ton of things. I mean, look at that. We're loading them, look for the low hanging fruits. We're loading them with successful experiences. Okay, acknowledge their effort. We're loading them with our verbal acknowledgement of effort. Uh, good things all day. We're loading them with, again, verbal acknowledgement, verbal telling them that you are great. You're a great person. You're doing a great job. You are good enough, right? And then other interests. Now we're loading them with personal experience and personal discovery of, yes, I can be good at other things. Yes, I can find things that are happy for me. I can find things that I feel good about. So that means a lot. I'm going to leave you with one last one. Um, Number five, you're going to want to be like a sport narrator. Okay, five is all that I'm able to share today with my time. I have a lot more in my book and Outcast Outstanding that you can get from Amazon. But we're going to close out with the last one. Sports narrator, what does that mean? Um, you know, those sports narrator that are that are reporting and always telling you um, or reporter. I don't know what you call them. But you know what I'm talking about? The guys that are always, um, that, that are narrating through the whole game and telling you who scored, who just ran there, who did this, who did that, and that sort of thing. And it seems like they're just narrating, narrating every single step of it. That's what you want to do with your child. You know, hey, he came home. Um, oh yeah, I see you got the milk out. Oh, I see that you put the cup back. I mean, it's just, um, and, and I know it's going to sound silly to you, but it's an effort to show that you notice your child. It's, it's a, it's a subtle message, but a very, very strong message that's telling your child, Hey, I notice you. No matter what you do, I notice you. And you don't have to be successful. You don't have to do a great job in something. You don't have to score for me to notice you, but I notice your existence. You are important to me. I know this every move that you take and you are important to me. That's what it's saying to the child. It's saying that I don't have, it's giving them the message that I don't have to be successful. I don't have to score. I don't have to get A's to get noticed, to become somebody that's important and to become somebody that's special. What does that say? What does that do to their self-esteem? I mean, it's, it's saying a whole lot. It's saying that you as a person, you are important. I notice you. And it's taking them off the pressure of having to perform in order to be special or important or no, or noticed. Um, that does a lot to their self-esteem because that means I am good enough. I, my existence is great. 
right? So it's not contingent upon what I do, what I'm successful in. So the trap you want to, you want to really try to avoid is the trap of I'm only good enough if I perform. I'm only good enough if I score. I'm only good enough if I'm successful with my recitals or whatever it may be. That kind of mentality uh, which is what our society is very driven by. I mean, it's achievement based. We're always noticing those that are scoring in sports teams. We're noticing those that are A students. We're noticing those that are doing, performing well. And our society is very achievement driven. But on the downside, it causes a lot of children who don't fit into the box to have self-esteem issues, right? So we want them to know that, you know, I notice you anyways and your pure existence is great and beautiful and you are beautiful and wonderful i mean that tells a child a whole lot um it gives them a whole lot to start their life with so they're not constantly because you don't want them to think of their own self image um as something that is dependent upon what they do that's a very dangerous trap because then, you know, you want to encourage risk taking. You want to encourage your child trying things. Well, you know, out of everything that you do, really, how many things are you successful in? How many things do you really ace in? I mean, how many things are you really so great in? And if your self-esteem is tightly linked to your achievement, um, it's a really dangerous trap. I mean, unless you are one of the best uh, whatever piano player or whatever it is in the world, you're not going to have a good self-esteem by thinking that. So from the very young age, we want to instill the habit or, or the, the mentality of, um, you know, my pure existence is great and I am beautiful no matter what I do. That is a whole lot for a child to be growing up thinking because that mentality enough will allow them to take risks, will allow them to uh, be resilient, will allow them so much more in life. You've been listening to Harmonious Clan Podcast with Marco and Louisa. Learn more about Harmonious Clan at www.harmoniousclan.com for information on resources including books, educational podcasts, a supportive community, courses, and one-on-one consulting. Harmonious Clan, enabling you to nurture your child from outcast to outstanding, and your clan from chaos to harmony.